0: hello hello and welcome to another episode of the pakistan cricket podcast we got a lot to cover today we got the final test match between pakistan or like the whole test series to cover between pakistan and uh bangladesh and then the three 2020s between pakistan and west indies covering all of those today sorry for the late podcast it was my birthday last week so i you know took some time off from the podcast and uh just enjoyed my birthday week and i and i really enjoyed it but now that's done. I'm back at it, uh, covering these stories. So Pakistan will not have, will not have um, any more match. Uh, will not play the ODIs with against West Indies because of a lot of COVID stuff happening with the West Indies cricket team as well as like within Pakistan. So, so we won't have cricket until the Australia tour, which is in like March. So there's going to be a big gap between now and then, but. There's lots to talk about. So let's first off start with the Pakistan. Let's um, start with what happened first. So the the uh, test series against Bangladesh. So Pakistan won both test matches, which is very good. And coming out of these test matches, it feels like our team is pretty much settled. in, And, and there's not much room for additions or, or subtractions. I still wouldn't recommend bringing Shadab into the team instead of playing two spinners straight on. I have Sajid Khan, who's who performed really well in this series and took eight wickets in one of the innings. So you have Sajid Khan as your main spinner, and then repl- I would replace Fahim Mashar with Shadab. And then you have you play three seamers, Shaheen, Hassan, uh, Hassan Ali, and uh, Muhammad Abbas. That's who I would play depending on the wickets, unless you need another fast bowler in Nassim Shah, but Nassim Shah has improved his consistency and Muhammad Abbas's line length can at least build pressure if it's not take wickets and can help another person take a wicket. Someone like Hassan Ali, who people might look to attack compared to Muhammad Abbas. Um, Overall, uh, it looks like we finally have a decent opening partnership. I've been very critical of Abid Ali, but he proved me wrong in this series, so there's not much I can say. Let's see. Let's hope he continues to build off of this. And plays well when we go when we go play in countries like South Africa and Australia and England. I don't know if he'll be able to do that, but we'll see. Abdullah Shafiq looks very solid. He has a good technique, good temperament, and I like his start. He got two fifties in his first test match and then made a decent score in the second one as well. So he's looking good. And then our middle order is as solid as it is. Azur Ali Babra Alam. Alam. Ali is like on the edge of being kicked out, I think, for me because I would love to see Heather Ali in this team now with what he's shown in the – which I'll talk about later in the 2020s. But he's shown good technique as well as temperament. And he doesn't even start all of his innings out in breakneck speed. He's capable of adjusting depending uh, depending on what's happening within the game. And so, like, his technique really pleased me. And so I would love to see him finally come to the fold into our test team. And a good thing is that he's performed in first class and he has a double century already. So he's capable of doing it. So he can break that. But Babar Azam, Farah Alam, and Rizwan have been great and have consistently been great. I like that. Then you had, for me, it would be Shadab on most wickets. Unless it's a seeming place, then you put Fahim Ashraf. And then you had Sajid Khan, Hassan Ali, Shaheen Shah, and Muhammad Abbas. We don't want to play Muhammad Abbas and we want to go faster. I guess we put mm, the same shot, but I actually like Harris Raouf more. I think he should make the testing. I think he might actually be better in tests, where he can just bowl fast. That's what he can focus on. And I gotta say, the way we won that second test match was truly impressive because most of the, like a couple of the days, but basically three of the days were rained out, and so, and so we had to win the we had to win the game in. We had to get them out twice in a day and a half or two days, and we did it. And we got them out for under 300, and it was truly marvelous performance because we we also did a good declaration in that we declared for 300, didn't try to get too many runs, and then we trusted our bowling to get them out quickly, and boy, did they. They got them out for 87 runs in the first innings, and then their second innings, they got them out for 205. So we didn't even have to bat again, and it was was truly – a great it's like those old pakistan teams you know where with saeed ajmal where we were capable of getting any team out for so little that's what got us to the number one records now i'm not saying sajid khan uh, is anywhere near good, as good as saeed ajmal was at his peak but we have the bones of a good team here now now that our opening partnership seems a bit more solidified with abdullah shafiq like Imran, but I love your catches. But man, you you didn't prove it enough at the bat. So I'm happy with that change. And yeah, pretty settled. So so it was a good it was a good uh, it was a good series against Bangladesh, and it it helped us a lot. It 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 was a great series because it it got us a new opener in Abdullah Shafiq, at least for now. And Salih Khan kind of has cemented his place in the team as well. So overall, good series, but there's still things to learn from it. And one of that is Shalab Khan for me. Anyway, that was just a quick recap of the pa- of Pakistan Bangladesh. Now let's move on to the 2020 series that Pakistan just had. So we won. We just won today as well. And we won 3-0 the whole series. It was great series granted, West Indies wasn't, wasn't at full strength because a few of their players got COVID and had injuries, so they didn't even have Pollard, their captain but still it was a good test to see how much if we are looking to improve beyond what uh, what we did in the world cup beyond the formula of that world cup the best way for us to improve was to improve our uh, improve our our batting and and how quick we make runs especially the opening partnership, and in that way i think i think rizwan has taken another leap I remember saying during in one of my podcasts during the World Cup that Babar was our best player, but it just seems now that it's Rizwan. Excuse me, I drink water. Uh it just seems now that it's Rizwan. Like he is on another level, and he's looking to increase his speed. He's playing a lot faster than he did, or at least there's an intent to play faster, and it's proving well. And the fact that he's got two thousand runs this year, no other batsman's done that. In the whole cal- in a calendar year in twenty Cricket. He's an incredible form and he's the spearhead of our team. And I was also honestly a bit worried about Babur. Because he hasn't really made a score since the World Cup. But at least in this final T20, He was able to m- make a really good innings of 79. But overall there was a lot of good things to take away from it for Pakistan. Because you got Shadab still bowling well except for this last game. Uh, I don't know why they replaced Imad Wasim Mohammed Nawaz, but I think, especially looking forward towards towards um, towards Australia, I think uh, I think I think I would prefer Imad Wasim to Momna Nawaz because Imad Wasim uses bounce a lot more, and 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 that is what you're typically going to get in Australia bounce more than spin, and so Imad Wasim makes more sense and they're both similar batsmen. Well, Imam Nawaz impressed me with his batting. To be honest, he got that thirty of ten balls in one of the innings, and like that really shocked me. But but Imam Basim is capable of that too, so I I don't think we really need Imam Nawaz for Australia. I would go with Imam Basim, and I hope they revert back to him. Um, another our opening partnership is pretty good. Fakhar Zaman really hasn't made much runs, but he hasn't really had to because he's come in with a need to accelerate usually, except for. Uh, especially in this last T20, but in the first two, I guess he had a chance to to build innings because Barbara Azum got out pretty quickly. But he didn't really get he didn't really uh perform. But I would still I still like his spot in the team, and he's capable of scoring big runs, especially in tournaments. Um, Hider Ali's really proved himself, and he cemented his place to me. His sixty eight in 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 one of the tweets. In the T Twenty, where we in the second T, in the first T Twenty, his sixty eight helped us get to that score of two hundred, and it just goes to show what, what the importance of a dynamic player who's actually a good batsman as well. It's the importance of that on a, on a team is so so high. So for me, he was like he was like the MIP of the tournament, the most improved player for uh, in the three T Twenties because he uh he really proved himself with. Different variety of innings, and uh, and I'm excited for his future. He didn't really have to bat in this last two twenty because we put we brought in Asif Ali and stuff instead. Although I think I would have preferred Heather Ali coming in instead of Asif Ali at that at that point. But whatever, I guess we wanted to give more run to them because Heather Ali has already proved himself in the two innings that he's played. But yeah, he's been great. Asif Ali is. Going to be hit or miss, and I don't know how well he's going to play in Australia because his weakness seems to be the short ball, and that's something that will work pretty well in Australian pitches. So him and If the Ahmed, I'm a bit iffy on, even though they both had at least one innings where they performed out of the three Odia T20s in this series against West Indies. But still, I am not completely convinced. It I almost would prefer for us to go with another all-rounder instead of both of them. And we didn't even give Khushil a chance, which I think was a mistake. We should have given him a chance in this game. Maybe taking Heather Ali out of this game and get put Khushil in, because like we tried our best strength with our bowling in the in our last in the last game, but <clears throat> not without writing. I, I, and speaking of bowling, I I really like um, what we've seen from uh, Mohamed Wasim Junior. He almost tries the Yorker too much, but when he gets it right, it's so good. And his batting, even though he didn't really get to bat, but he he showed promise to me, and I think he's going to be a good all-rounder. He might eventually take uh, Fahim Ashaf's position as our seeming all-rounder, especially in the uh, in the white ball cricket. Um, so I like that. Um, Shahnawaz in this last game showed his skill. He was so economical, especially when a team scores above 200 and for you to go at under six and over or like whatever, whatever he went at. What did he go at? Let's see. You went at 5.75. Yeah. So under six and over. So that is amazing, especially when the whole uh, everyone else got destroyed. So, Yeah. He was great. and Again, I already mentioned Mohamed Omaz. I think I would prefer Imad Wasim, especially for Australia. Because this is all these uh, all that matters for these twenty twenties is what are we gonna do for Australia? How are we gonna prepare for Australia? And that's why this last T twenty was great because we had to chase a high score. And so Baber and Rizwan had to bat at a faster pace. And like Babar didn't really do it. He still batted at his best pace when he but still like not so so fast. But until after his 15, then when he excited, but like Rizwan was, was batting fast from the get go. And like, he has improved so much as a hitter that it's incredible. Um, And I'm, I'm so happy with his progress. He's looking to be better than who he was in the world cup. And he's doing that by being more aggressive, being more busy on the, on the wicket. And it just seems like he's in such a good groove now that he no one can stop him. And uh, he's going to give us great, a great opening stand always. As long as Bobber stays out there with him. Um, only thing is, like, they're running between the wickets can be a bit suspect between Rizwan and Bobber Because they try to get so many runs that they take ones that maybe they shouldn't. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. It still works most of the time. Um... Yeah, Harris Rauf was also going to be good. He's got to be back in Australia. Like He played well in this series. He didn't really play in the last game. He didn't play in the last game. um, And he performed pretty well. He wasn't amazing, but he's going back to the site of his rise, where it was the BBL. And so I expect great things from him in Australia, and he's, he's an automatic selection. Him and Shaheen are automatic selections for me. And... I don't know if I would go back to Hassan Ali. I think Hassan Ali is better as test and ODI bowler, not T20. I either go with Mohamed Wasim or... I think we should bring back Mohamed Amir. Like... And I'm supposed to be just talking about this West Indies series, but, like, it all... The T20 World Cup is what matters. All of these games are leading up to that. So I want to be talking about both at the same time. And to me, the change since I'm already here the changes I would bring to this lineup is I think we need Muhammad Amir. I think his experience and control could be very useful for this team. And and he's he's different, right? He's not as fast as Shaheen. So he's a different type of bowler, even though they're both left armers. And then you got Harserf with like super pace who's right handed. Him, Shaheen and and Rauf would make a such a strong bowling seam bowling options, and then you can have Mahmoud Wasim as the all-rounder. It almost makes sense to not have both of them and have an all-rounder, and so you would have Mahmoud Wasim as the all-rounder, and then you trust Shadab to bat at number six. So this would be my lineup if it was uh, if uh, for the... Uh, just based on the T20s that I've seen and stuff like that. But this would be my lineup right now if I were to have an 11 for the T20s in Australia, the World Cup in Australia. Rizwan Baber, Fakhar Zaman, Heather Ali. And then I think I would go with... I think I would go with Iftikhar over Asif because his weakness is is the short ball. So you have Iftikhar there, and Iftikhar can bowl a bit. And then then you go with Shadab at 6, Imad Wasim at 7, Muhammad Wasim at 8, Hus, uh, Muhammad Amir at 9, ten Shaheen, Haris Rauf. So that would be my lineup. So you have two spin bowling options, and three technically if you include Iftikhar. Um, maybe you wouldn't even include. Maybe maybe you want to show Malik and Muhammad the feast comes back. I would, I would like Shua Malik. He played decent, but he's also old. So if he's retired, I'm okay with that. But yeah, that would ideally be my team. Then you have the, our bowling options would be Mohamed Amir, uh, uh, Haris Rauf, Shaheen, Mohamed Wasim, Shadab, Imad, and Iftihar. That's seven bowling options. That's so much. We, can, we cover all of our bases. I think that would be... I think that would be a great lineup, and we have to just trust our batting. Trust Rizwan and Babar Azzam to lay a platform and one of Heather Ali Fakhar Zaman or Iftikhar to, to get that secondary tertiary score that we need in the middle and then one of Shadab Imad and Mohamed Wasim Jr. to finish it off. And I think they can. I really think they can. That to me is our strongest lineup, and it will be especially for Wicked Sharia, Share, which tend to favor seamers more than spinners. Um, yeah. But back to the back to the T20s against West Indies. The, the last one in, uh, innings where we, we had to chase 200, that's our highest total that we've ever had to chase, I believe. And we did it effortlessly. We still had 1.1 overs left. We still have plenty of wickets left. I'm really happy with what we showed and that's this is the type of preparation that we need. We got we got, really got all types of preparation. In the first innings, the first game, we, we bowled well and then chased effortlessly in the second. Oh, no. Wait, did we bat in both? Oh, yeah. I think I'm mistaken. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me for a second. Yeah, we batted it first in the first two in the first two uh, T20s. And so that was a good test of what was our perceived weakness or what was our weakness in the T20 World Cup, which was setting a score. So, and in the first ODI, we set a score of, two, uh, first T20, sorry, we set a score of 200, which was great. And it was laid out by Rizwan and Heather Ali. And it finished off by Nawaz. So great job by Nawaz. But I think Imad can replace it then. And Shadab showed in the second 20 because he was the one who finished we we'll helped to finish it off in the second twenty with T uh, twenty with twenty eight off twelve. So he showed that he's capable of that hitting that Ma- uh, Ma- and the Nawaz did. So I like him as the sixth spot, and he think he's capable of doing it in, in Australia. But anyway, we're, we're wasting him. He's never got to even really bat. We're wasting him putting him so low. So so we might as well increase our bowling shit because not our not our, our steamers don't always perform all the time. So have a backup. Bowling so that we don't have to rely on the perfect five people to bowl, with if Ahmed being the sixth, no, that's not good enough, I think, especially in the T Twenty World Cup. So like, we gotta trust our batting more, trust our lower order more, trust Shadab more. He's capable of it. I believe in him. But yeah, in the first T Twenty, we made two hundred, which was great, higher than anything, and and then anything we did in the World Cup because that was in the ue where it was lower scores, but which shows we're capable of reaching 200 batting first, even with the same Rizwan and Babur opening. It's because of Heather Ali. I think his infusion is will really help us. Obviously, the pitches were also better, but Heather Ali is a big part of it. And him having him in the lineup, I think, is going to be huge. Because sometimes he can hit it, and it looks effortless. It's like Steph Curry from three. And then he hits it with so much power. So, yeah. He's going to be great, I think in australia as well and so we have to trust that but anyway yes the first 2020 we played well even though us even though west indies one bowler really bowled well and nakil hussein we still were able to get 200 and then we got them out from 137 and we got them all out which we haven't done in a while so that was also good and Mohammad Hussain performed well he took four wickets like he is a wicket taker he might not keep the runs down but he'll take wickets which will help others keep the run down so he works well as your, especially if he's your fourth seamer. Oh, that's such a luxury to have, I think. And I think it should be done because his batting is also a luxury. He made 5 of 3, right? He only got run out because he had to get run in the second 20. But he made 5 and he had one good boundary. And it showed his creativity because it was a sweep shot off a, off a seam bowler. So that was good. And So in the second one, we batted worse made 172 and then but it still provided us an a chance to test our uh, bowling defending a score because that's another thing that we struggled with against australia right we couldn't defend a score that we should have been able to defend especially given how well placed we were and so i think i think we need bowlers for the death and Mohamed ussey might be that bowler because he bowls the yorker so well And if we have him as a fourth, then maybe we could even do where Shaheen bowls out his four overs at the beginning. Because that's, I think, when he's best in in the opening is when Shaheen is at his best. Or maybe he doesn't have to bowl all, but he can bowl like three, right? Because then we have a backup team, so we don't have to be afraid of spin not working and then us being stuck. Again, that lineup that I just suggested just gives us so much flexibility. But again, we were able to defend it well, and and West got better as the series went on. But we were able to match that. We matched. We matched their energy and were kind of clinical, especially in the in the last T20. I think the second T20 was the closest one, where we were about to lose it until like until there was that one over where where three wickets fell down, which changed the complexion of the game. I think it was Shaheen. Yeah, Shaheen got three wickets in one of his overs. And that changed the complexion of the game. But other than that, it was really, really close. Um, Yeah. But I'm very happy. I'm very happy with how we performed in the series because we got to try different facets. And then the last 2020, we had to chase a big score because we were good at chasing, but we never had to chase a big score and two and seven is a big score. And also our death bowling came good. Like to get thirteen runs of the last two overs is huge. We got you get another if they got another if they had gotten ten runs and over in the last two, or like fifteen runs and over and got to thirty in the last two overs, you would have changed the complexion of the game. I and mean, we might have lost, but the fact that our bowling, even when it's getting hit, is able to pull it back a little bit at the end. It shows class. Shahid Nawaz Devani showed showed, Shah Dahan, showed class. He needs to be given more chances. He's he's been in great form in the PSL as well, and that's why he was brought into the team, and he he performed. So you, we got. He, I think to me he's gone above Mohammed Asnain now, and he's right up there with Muhammad Wasim. But Wasim can bat, so he's a bit ahead in my lineup. But he's good for the future but i don't want to rely on too many young people because our bowling is all young right so that's why i wanted i want muhammad amir because he can provide that stability as a senior player who who can handle being being like carted over the pitch. he's he like keep his composure and and get his over back or like help others as well you know give advice he's capable of that so i kind of want to see if he can do that be a role model and be the be kind of like the leader of our of our bowling lineup not uh, not the best bowler but like the leader you know shaheen has done a great job but i think it's too much asking him too much for, for him to do that in all formats and so i think we should bring bomb with armor it just uh, he said he was waiting for our coaches and stuff to leave they left we got a new administration new coach Babar Azam is, his, I think, captain in the PSL. He knows how good he is. He should look to bring him in, especially when the PSL starts in January. He should really look to bring in Mohammad Amir for the Australia's, for the series against Australia and and further on. I think we could really use him, especially if he has a great PSL. I hope he has a great PSL. Just so that we can bring him in. He would be a great addition. And then, and then I think our team is better than it was in this world cup which is i'm saying a lot right because we keep our best two players which was barbara Azam and rizwan and if hopefully rizwan the performing, And then we added heather ali who's playing better than Shoaib and and mom played and then you have uh, fucker zaman still like capable of being a match winner although he hasn't proven it in the series in this series but he's capable of being a match winner it's just our uh, batting is, is solid, and then our bowling becomes strengthened too. Hassan Ali was really weak, and I think I think having Mohamed Amir over Hassan Ali will be great because I think Mohamed Amir bowls with more control, and he has way more experience. Hassan Ali shouldn't treat it as an emotion. He's, he's, he's better suited in the formats where he doesn't have to worry as much about run rate, right? And so that's why Tess is where he's best at because he's a wicket-taker. And, and you can handle him going for a few runs in ODIs. <sighs> yeah. And yeah, so great job by the Pakistan team. Obviously, the MVP of this series is Mohammad Rizwan. Performed admirably in every game, made runs in every game. Got to 2,000 runs in the duration of this series. 2,000 runs on the year. So he's definitely our batsman of the game. He's our MVP of the series as well. And then our bowler of the series might be Mohamed Wasim in my eyes, because not only was he new, but he took wickets, he bowled some good Yorkers, he went for a lot of runs, but he was still able to bowl Yorkers and you know get people out him he was really good and and the honey was really good in the last game, but he didn't play enough games for me to put him up there. Then our fielder of the game, I think is Haris Rauf, man. In the second T20s, he took like a crazy catch as well as stopped like a boundary by diving to his life. He's one of our best fielders, and but I don't think of him as that until like, but he keeps on proving that he is. He's one of our best fielders. Him and Shadab are two of our best fielders. And I really like him. Uh, we just have a good mixture of young and it's a better mixture of young and experienced now. Youth and experience. Because that time we had too much experience with Muhammad Shemalik and and thing. Maybe we have a little too little. That's why I want Muhammad Amir. But it's, this is a beautiful blend of youth and experience because Rizwan and Babur are the experienced heads now and then you got youth all around them. And the, But the youth has experience too in Shaheen, Shadab. Oh, oh my God. This team could do it. I think I think we'll be hungry. We'll still be hungry in the next World Cup as well. And that's all we need to be. And I'm excited for it. I, I'm excited for us to prove ourselves again. I'm excited for the series against Australia too. And the PSL should be a good proving ground as well. But the series against Australia is going to be good. We're going to seek, want to seek revenge. And hopefully Mohamed Amr is a part of that series. And yeah, you just need to keep on keeping this up. You've had a great year in T20, and just really one bad game, which was the one against Australia. (laughs) Like, Otherwise, you could have won that T20 World Cup. If you won the toss, maybe you would have won that T20 World Cup. But that's just how it goes. Anyway, but yeah. This has been a great series. Learned a lot. A lot of new faces standing up. Specifically in the bowling department. And and improvement from our batting because we're now batting at a higher pace than we were at the World Cup, especially in the series against West Indies. So it all bodes well for Australia, and that's all that matters right now, especially in T20 cricket. Anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you all for listening, and I'll see you all next time. Maybe I'll talk about some PSL, but it's probably more likely going to be about Australia or something like that. Anyway, see you all. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.